0: To Jake, and he and Marco are investigating the place where Axe and Rachel just were. Axe is gone; they can see his hoof marks uh, hoof prints um but don't see like he came into this area and then did they can't see any uh prints leaving out um a bear with a bunch of bear, bear blood that is presumably uh Rachel. Um, and, uh, Rachel, they talk about how there are bear tracks leaving out. Um, she came out of it alive, but couldn't use her front paws because they only hide the tracks are walk. The bears clearly just walking on its hind legs. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they don't know which way she went because she got into a stream and they lost her trail. Um, and Tobias is, uh, lamenting that, uh, he should have gotten there sooner. Um, and Jake's like, Tobias, no one knows what the fuck is going on. You couldn't have known what to do. Um, meanwhile, Jake is berating himself for the exact same reason. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Jesus, this
1: kid.
0: Um, but yeah, basically they just kind of... uh, look at the scene, say, okay, so Rachel was here, Axe was here, Axe is no longer here, Rachel wandered off. We don't know what happened to Axe. We need to uh, call it off for the night. Um, Tobias uh, doesn't have many daylight hours left, um, and then, you know, no one can really do any more after night falls. Um, Marco and Jake decide to go home and uh get you know check in with their families to make sure that uh their families aren't being are suspicious um
2: and then come back after nightfall um and
0: we cut to Cassie who's in the mall um and mad about it and mad about it uh Not just she, because it's
3: the mall and yeah. shopping but um it bothers her that she was left out Mm-hmm. From going to the ice cream truck,
0: spot. yeah, because Jake told her to come here to to check the other places that Rachel could be, um, mm-hmm. and uh, she thinks that it's because she told Jake about her dream that you know he thinks that she is a weak link, um, and so she's just doing what he told her to do. Which is check out these places. She's already checked out a couple of Rachel's usual haunts. And it, the only place left is the mall. So she's at the mall to look for her. She doesn't see her, but she does see Chapman.
2: Mm.
0: And she decides, well, maybe Chapman knows what's going on. Um, Let me follow him. Uh So she g- follows him into a bookstore, goes into a back room, and morphs Fly.
3: Um, we have the uh, little exchange of morphing in a crowded mall. We don't. So what? I reproached myself. So don't do something stupid just to prove you aren't scared. I argued with myself. Mm-hmm. And we have a moment before where she admits to maybe almost be, it bothered part of why she's bothered about being the one to go to the mall or the other spots is because of how uh, that she feels a little bit relieved. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So, but. She does the thing, which is that she uh, morphs uh, into the fly morph. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the delightful description of turning into a fly again, mm-hmm. and uh, she heads off after Chapman mm-hmm. to find out maybe what he knows.
0: Yep,
2: and
3: cut we we'll to, to, to
0: Axe, who has been dragged by the beast to the blade ship um, and dropped into it um he is surrounded by hork bajir each with a dragon beam
3: um we get some details on the uh, the hork bajir yeah
2: and What's that nice line i liked um, yeah uh
3: they're not a species you want to start a fight with which may be why they were such a peaceful even poetic species they had no one to fear mm-hmm until the Yurks began to make them into controllers. Yep. We have this line here of um, him repeating that two or three would have been mm-hmm. enough to mm-hmm. deal with me. Having ten there was a compliment, and I'm like, I need to go beat up some Andalite propaganda types. Because <laughs> that's definitely the read I took on that. Just like I am being perceived as a dangerous warrior. Yes. Yes. And I'm fucking mad about it uh
0: viscer three is here viscer three is always here um (laughs) he gloats he
3: starts monologuing
0: he does start monologuing (laughs) about uh you know oh i have this aren't you uh don't you like my creature um the the velik uh which in the York language means pet um he's like oh it's it's a rare life form from right here in this solar system—the big gas giant, the one with the very prominent rings—so um, <laughs> Saturn. Um, and Visor Three is like, "Oh, so you are an Andalite." Some of my advisors have been suggesting that the terrorists were human, not Andalite, but here we have a prime Andalite specimen.
3: Um, he also comments on a bit. He's aware of how young Axe is. Yes, as well.
0: Yes, he's a child.
3: Um doesn't hesitate uh, to repeat this. hmm Um uh, of course doesn't help by axe then yelling about Yuck, mm-hmm. filth my uncles will destroy you. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh Eviscer 3 is just like, alright, well, you've you have hit a couple of uh targets. You destroyed the truck ship, you destroyed our ground base, Candrona, um, and I'm going to kill you very slowly because of that. Uh but uh i'm gonna capture you i have this thing and it's working really well uh i'm really
3: happy about this Um, i like how axe asks the smart question of um how do you make a controller out of something made of dust Mm -hmm. and uh we get the exposition but i do uh, i like how is like yeah well this is so cool and i made this ha ha Mm ha because he's the fucking worst Yep. Uh, but it's explained that uh, the Velik isn't intelligent or at least not in any sort of like, given that we've seen like fleas and things like that mm-hmm. but how all the particles can sense energy any life form energy and how he did um, <laughs> appreciate that we lost a bunch of soldiers before we fig- figured the creature out <laughs> it was chewing up hawk, Bajira and Taxons at a startling rate um, but they realised they could pre- they could program it yeah Uh, and in the same way and this is a comparison that i think it's cassie draws later Mm -hmm. the way uh hunting dogs are trained to chase foxes but not Mm -hmm. to kill and eat it because they'll know they'll get food when they get home Mm -hmm. the same thing here that the valique has been programmed to chase down morphing energy but to want to feed the energy from the ship's engines
0: yeah
3: um
0: and he doesn't want it to kill the Andalite bandits. He wants it to bring them to him. Um, so he has programmed it to do exactly that. Um, and uh, Visor 3 re-releases the Velik to go and find the other Andalite bandits. He says that uh, it doesn't matter if Axe doesn't give him any information, uh, because the Velik will never tire, um, and it will go on hunting um your friends will be clever sometimes they will escape for a while but sooner or later my Valique will hunt them down and one by one bring them to me um and uh ax is uh devastated because all out through this all throughout this conversation he's going back and forth about how viscer 3 is here he's within range uh he needs to attack viscer 3 um he needs to try to kill viscer 3 um, but he also recognizes that if he were to try, he would be vaporized by the hork with dragon beans uh, before he could do more than just twitch. Um, and so instead he turns to, okay, well, if I live, I need to have information. So let me just pump this pompous motherfucker for as much information as he can give me. Um, but at the end here, you know he's berating himself. I had not struck. I had been face to face with my brother's killer, and I had let him walk away. And it's like, Axe baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you hadn't let him do anything.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but again, it's about how these kids put this onus on themselves.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: There's uh, more of it later as well. Like, yeah, it's just, like, it's
2: fucked up. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: But, um yeah. So <laughs> Axe has been conveniently put in a cage to be gloated at some more rather yep. than immediately infested. Yep.
0: Yeah, I mean there's an argument to be made that Visser 3 doesn't want to rush into infesting. Which I get. Right? Uh be-
3: once mostly because the best, because yerk possible and not once the best yers- is gonna be a threat.
0: Yes, the best Yerk, the most loyal Yerk, and someone who's not going to be a threat because so far, he's the one, the only one with an Andelite body,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and so you know he doesn't want to share that with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like it's dumb as shit. Like you have, you have, you can have a way to instantly get information.
2: Yeah, why wouldn't you use it? Well convenience is why. <laughs> yeah. But yes.
0: Um I mean, hell, you could infest him with a regular ass yerk and then starve it out of him. It's not like you're mm-hmm. like you're opposed to killing other yerks because you kill them all the time.
3: Yeah. <sighs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh over to Cassie, who is enjoying flying as a fly even if yep. morphing a fly is disgusting. Yep. Um, chasing down Chapman, Chapman and listening in. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chapman meets up with a couple of other humans mm-hmm. and, uh, who are late. But we uh, get some handy exposition as uh, Cassie sort of like hovering behind. she ends up landing on Chapman's collar so she can discern the vibrations and actually figure out what's being said so she can concentrate on figuring out what's being said um we have the uh information like <laughs> this woman is just like it's a bit melodramatic to be meeting like this like we're in a human spy novel <laughs> um and talked about how visa 3 doesn't trust communications because of the business with Visa 1 uh and the other human man is like, has that been proven? And it's just like if it had been proven, vessel One would be screaming in the torture chambers of the Council of Thirteen, but we know it anyway. <laughs> um, and how Vissa 3 has got the Valique and will finish the terrorists uh off once and for all. And the woman's just like, and make a huge mess doing it. And how she's been having to cover it up. Um, and it's like this woman is on the police force, and how ten percent of the police force is yuked. Yep. So, yes, all cops are bastards, but like, let me be clear, that's still a, the notion, the no, the people we may, who are meant to be there, just knowing it's so infiltrated by the the outside influence is like, yeah, gives makes it clear just how present they are. Yeah. Like the Irks. Talking about trying to do damage control. Uh, The guy is clearly something to do with the press because he's talking about uh, the newspapers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and says that chapman it goes to say you have to tell Visser three to do to do something and um chapman's got the guy grabbed and just like and <laughs> cassie nearly flies off uh gets uh hovering up and yeah tell Visser three tell Visser three no one tells Visser three people who tell the Visser something he doesn't want to hear end up cut off from candrona rays slowly starving dying inside their hosts Mm-hmm. With the rationing of Candrona since the bandits destroyed the Earth based Candrona, the Visser has been looking for excuses to eliminate hungry Yurks. Now, if you want to go tell the Visser not to use his Valik, you go right ahead. <laughs> um, we have this. Like the woman is like clearly unimpressed with the use of this creature, and just like, and Chapman's like, yeah, and be glad the Visser has it because it means it. He's is not asking you why you haven't caught them. Children, mm-hmm. please. <laughs> the cats are fighting in the hallway. <sighs> but um Yes, talking about how Vista 3 is under pressure to clean things up and would be at risk of demotion. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just like, yeah, if he gets demoted because of you, take my advice and kill yourself. Don't wait for the Vista to do it for you. Yep. And it's uh-huh. just like this underscoring of just how set in his goals and dangerous viscithrias and Cassie now has the information that yep. what this creature is lovely how it hunts morph energy mm-hmm. it's how yep. to morph hunter so yep. and the thought strikes Cassie of had it r- succeeded with Rachel yep. who we then rejoin
0: yep uh she's in a lot of pain because her paws are gone uh, but she makes it to a stream and is able to demorph Um, she nearly cries from being able to regrow her hands. Um, Mm -hmm. but she is fine. She notices that even the cuts and scrapes she had had from earlier from walking through the forest were gone. Um, and so she keeps walking. Um, she still doesn't know who she is. She's trying to figure out w wh- how and/or why she knows anything about the Yurks, um, and what aliens are around, mm-hmm. um, and is just like, "All right, I need to, I need to go back to civilization. Let me just follow this stream, mm-hmm. um,
3: because it will presumably lead me out of the forest."
0: And we cut to Marco again.
3: While well, Tobias uh, is ranting,
0: Tobias is ranting because he is extremely stressed and feeling um, guilty. And feeling guilty and hasn't seen anything.
3: And um, they're uh, Jake's trying to get Tobias to calm down. Marco's the one that points out how Axe didn't hook up with them like he was meant to. And so mm-hmm. Jake is clearly not okay. Um, and so they got. They know Axe is not okay. Rachel's not okay. And we've got this morph hunter on the table.
0: Because mm-hmm. um, Cassie and, has filled them in.
3: Yeah, and this is where they start putting together -hmm. Um, And it's Tobias that does it, yeah. uh, Who susses it? It's movement. Uh, After Marco makes a joke about Tobias being the predator, he should know. We get this uh, connotation, just like uh, if you are chasing two things and one of them stops moving, I'm very sorry.
2: Thank you for demonstrating predatory behavior, children.
3: Uh, but they will go after movement. Right. And they cut on to the fact that it's the Valik is coming towards them as they're morphing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they realize that Rachel doesn't know this, even if she is alive. And yeah. But yeah. so here. I do, and we have this moment of just like they've gotten on, like the beast can't be in more than one place at once. Yep. Um, and as long as they
0: don't morph, they're safe. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Marco says, we're safe as long as we never morph again. You mean as long as we don't fight the Yerks, we're safe, Jake said. Is that what you think we should do, Marco? They all looked at me. I shrugged. Rachel isn't here to cast her vote, so on her behalf, I'll say what she would say. What we need to do is find a way to kick this Velik's butt. Cassie smiled, and what would the real Marco say to that? He'd probably make some stupid but very funny remark, I admitted. <laughs> Then he would start thinking about how to do just that. Kick this big windbag's dusty butt. And man, if that isn't Marco in a nutshell.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um. Uh, Rachel gets to a residential neighborhood, a suburban development. Mm -hmm. Um, She doesn't know. like She realizes she can't just approach a house, but she knows she's being hunted. So she finds a house that's for sale or it's just been sold um, with no lights on. And she is able to sort of break in uh, after, like, drinking from, like, an uh, or faucet, gets inside, uh, is able to find some food left by the decorators, and she just goes and falls asleep, um, yeah. like, on the soft carpet in the lounge. And, again, this is more memories coming yeah, in. Bad dreams. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, wakes up screaming, anamorph. Um, doesn't know what it means. Uh, but she doesn't have time to think about it because police are at the door.
3: Um, yeah, someone, someone... will have quite breaking into the place.
0: Yes. Um, and so she's trying to figure out how she can get away. Um, and she thinks, uh, uh, I need to be something that can handle, um, this situation.
3: Um, she says not the bear because she didn't know if the bear was still injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, immediately knows ant. Nope, not ant. Ant bad. And then <laughs> okay, big, big. She morphs elephant. <laughs> and then we cut to Jake. Just like it was just dumb luck that we even saw what happened.
0: Yep. Uh, everybody kind of splits up. Tobias goes off to. Um Sleep basically, because he feels kind of useless in the dark, um and Jake Marco and Cassie notice uh they're they're kind of hanging around at the end of the meeting um and they notice that something goes up uh, moves across the moon uh like sparkling fairy dust, a swirl that raced away toward the development whose lights were just visible in the middle distance. They all realize what it is. And they say, well, it's gotta be after Axe or Rachel. Um and Mark is this Marco? No, Jake. Jake says they can either uh do something about it or not, which okay, <laughs> Jake, good good, good job there. <laughs> um they they figure that they can play keep away um by splitting up and morphing at um staggered intervals to kind of get it to ping back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um they realize they can't morph and fly over because then it would just draw the Velik to Cassie's house. And then Marco <laughs> points out uh, Cassie's dad's truck, which is sitting in the driveway, uh, and they <laughs> climb in.
3: <laughs> uh, I know, like, no way has that way, Marco said, which left it up to me to decide.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Um, And we cut to Rachel, who is an elephant, uh, In a living room. And- In yeah. a living room, uh, she aims for the front door. Not that the front door was going to be big enough, but I figured the front wall should be just about mm-hmm. big enough. Um, she breaks out. The creature is here. Um, she starts running. The police start shooting at her. Um, Winnebago gets shredded. <laughs> Winnebago gets shredded, and then uh, the she. <laughs> it's it's starts to wrap her up and pick her up. She realises she can't outrun it, um, so she turns to face it.
3: I was um, say Before that, um, right then I knew it was over. If I kept running, the beast would chew its way through houses where innocent people were sleeping. I couldn't yes. let that happen. Yes. Um, and this
0: is what I was talking about earlier, where even terrified and not knowing who or what she is, Rachel is trying to protect other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so she turns to face it. It slows down, um, it tries, it starts to wrap its tendrils around her,
3: I can't but it can't it. pick it's, her up. It's just, it shouldn't be so funny, but it is. Yeah. And it's like, it tries to do this, like it, like, it lifts her about a foot, then go back down, then maybe two, three feet, and then back down. <laughs> um, and then, just as this thing is struggling to pick Rachel up, there's this, and uh, Rachel enjoying it. Uh, there is a sound of squealing tires like a very bad driver was racing towards us. And this is perhaps iconic. one of the most
0: iconic scenes in Animorphs. Um, and I'm just going to read it because it's fucking
3: good. Okay. Uh, oh, we want to divvy up We could read this together.
0: Who do you want okay. to
3: read is the question.
0: Uh, I want to <laughs> read Jake.
3: Okay. Uh, I will read uh, Marco and Cassie and if you want to read the Di- uh, the text narration. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, okay. Ah. <laughs> Cassie screamed, "Look out! Look out! Look out! Look out! Look
3: out! Look out!" Jake yelled, "Would you both shut up? I'm trying to drive here. Car! Car! Car!" <laughs> 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 oh, okay, I yanked the wheel left. The car sped by Hornfury. The driver stuck his hand out in the window and made a sign with his fingers. That's rude, I said. I was totally uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> bam. I assume that then Cassie screaming. Probably. Arrogant, it's just like, oh, it's just a trash can. Chill out. Bam, 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 bam. bam. <laughs> okay, okay, so it's four trash cans. <laughs> get off the sidewalk you lunatic Uh, i yanked the wheel to the right we bumped off the sidewalk sort of grazed the parked car and bam 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 do you hate trash cans jake asked is that your problem do you just hate trash cans i can't drive with you screaming in my ear you can't drive at all We can't give you the whole... But it's so fucking good. I was, like, laughing out loud reading this. I do want a shirt that just says in it, do you just hate trash cans? (laughs) Oh, Christ. But, yeah, they're driving. This is just so good. Uh, Parker (laughs) takes the left, misses the street, but fortunately the people who lived in that corner didn't have any trees in their front yard. Um... (laughs) And then we over the survive. curb <laughs> you drive it fast tear it across a lot of cool says Marco and Jake's just like I'm gonna kill you Marco if I survive <laughs> I'm gonna I'm kill gonna you kill. in this weirdly calm voice yeah, yeah. you like, said, said so you so could drive, drive. <laughs> and what I actually said was I scored millions of points playing Wipeout this excellent video game okay so not exactly like Wipeout I'm doing the best I can bum bump, back on the road suddenly an elephant <laughs> suddenly <laughs> elephant um i love like now that rachel's here just like okay marco's driving is the least of our problems um yeah jake starts morphing i appreciate that they realize the elephant is definitely rachel when it turns around to sort of face the creature yeah um jake starts morphing tiger um and gets into or struggles to get into the flatbed in the back of the truck whereas cassie uh goes for rachel Mm mm-hmm Um, And as soon as Jake starts morphing, the Valique is after them. (laughs) Marco slams into a car after putting the truck in reverse. And Jake just like, turn it around. Um, (laughs) Marco manages to spin the truck and he's having a great time. I had a tiger in the back of a pickup truck I could barely drive and I was being chased by the most powerful monster I'd ever seen. Later, I would be terrified. But right then, at this moment, I was just thinking, this is so cool. (laughs) and then we cut to jake the good news was marco had gotten out of the neighborhood (laughs) so he couldn't
0: destroy any more trash cans the bad news was he'd gotten onto the highway
3: i like that he's telling marco to pass on the left (laughs) hey i'm cool now this is just like the game now no problem it isn't dark on the video game sure the part with the tunnel you mean the part where you always crash and burn Uh, but yeah, so they're tearing down the highway, jaking the flatbed as a tiger. Yeah,
0: um, he's he's, he's halfway into morph and going yeah. slow because he yeah. wants to draw it out.
3: Mm-hmm. Marco gets yelled at a lot by other drivers. <laughs> Where do you learn to drive? Jersey. Even I know that Jersey drivers is a joke. Like, <laughs> which, name you, smile. And just like, I'm being told that the creature's gaining on us. Like Marco's just like, okay, we're going off road. <laughs> Jake's like, No, no. <laughs> uh, off the ditch into the trees, bouncing around. Yeah. Um Jake bails, leaving Marco in the car. so it says try yep. not to strike Cassie's dad's truck. Um, we have this great moment where Jake sort of lunges at mm-hmm. the creature and then Tuck and rolls to roll underneath it because he knows that it's It not can't turn very well. Yeah. Um but yeah good we have uh jake doing the running thing climbs up a tree mm-hmm. uh only for the tree to then get buzzed through the base <laughs> and um, uh he leaps into the darkness and, yeah, starts and we cut run.
0: to rachel mm-hmm. uh the beast drops rachel she hits the ground uh Hard enough
3: for the concrete to crack
0: <laughs> yep uh a girl is running towards her it's cassie uh she's calling out to rachel um and she, Rachel's getting some flashes of memory, but still doesn't remember who she is. She knows she's Rachel, but she doesn't know what that means. Um, she asks Cassie who she is. Um, Tell
3: me or I'll crush you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and Cassie's like, uh, are you okay? And she's like, no, I'm not. Are you my friend? Rachel, We've I've been your friend for years. Um, what am I? You're human, Rachel. No, I mean, yes, I know, but I'm something else too. Look at me. How can I do this? What am I? Uh and Cassie's like you're an anamorph. Um and I guess something has happened to you to mess up your memory, but right now, my friend, you have to trust me. Um and Rachel does, and it's really sweet because mm-hmm. you know, she's like uh tell me what to do. Um it
3: makes it's, me good. Sad. It's, <laughs> it's good. It's good and upsetting.
0: Yes, um, and we cut to Axe
3: in his ramenite box.
0: Yes, it's a metal box, but the metal is some kind of weird shit that can turn transparent or opaque, and it can like change sizes, uh, can stretch open or be made clear or opaque by molecular realignment. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I guess. Sure, yeah. I mean, uh, sci-fi, sci-fi bullshit. Sci-fi I'm, I'm here bullshit. for it.
3: Uh we have more of him despairing uh the special despair that comes from dishonor. Just like how dishonour is worse than worse than death for Andalite warriors, and I'm here just like mm. yeah,
0: Yep. Visser Three killed my brother by the laws and customs of my people, I was supposed to avenge that murder. I was obligated to kill Visser Three if I ever had the chance. I had just been face-to-face with him, and ye- and I had done nothing. Yes, I had been surrounded by hork and because I was young and not yet a full-fledged and a warrior, I could say that the full burden of revenge had not yet fallen on me. But it was a bitter feeling, a bitter, terrible feeling, knowing I had been face-to-face with Visser III and had not struck, had I missed my one chance for revenge. And he's, like, running the scene over and over and over again. Like, Like, could he have
3: done it before getting beamed by the 10 hawk bouger?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Logic Um, said no,
3: but he is just deep
0: in his feeling. Uh,
3: And then Visser 3 turns the wall clear so he can gloat some more, aka do the live play-by-play, just like, you want to see my creature chase your friends? Yeah. (laughs) Because Visser 3 is a dramatic bitch. (laughs) Yep. Um, um, We love it. Yep.
0: And he's like, oh, look, there's the, the tiger. That is a magnificent, magnificent
3: animal. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to acquire one of those. Look how it moves. It's a fast kill. <laughs> but it's wearing out. It's just, I, um, like, I cannot get over viscer 3 being a cat person I'm thinking tigers are just the shit. I know. God, I fucking love that. Um, and <sighs> the
0: Velik is closing in on Jake. Visser 3 is gloating, but then the Vel- Velik hesitates and disintegrates and rent goes away and viscer 3 is so angry um <laughs>
3: every controller on the bridge like the taxons who like we've just gotten a bit of an info dump about them But everyone's like oh you tell them <laughs> yeah <laughs> everyone's flinching
0: viscer uh, the velik must have sensed another morph why yeah. doesn't it bring me this one
3: first <laughs> I <laughs> just like, I can, uh, uh Visa, as you know, the vol- oh, knowledge of the valique is not perfect. I can only speculate. I like Visa 3's like, i but got the tail pointing at the human's throat. She's like, speculate quickly, <laughs> which is actually a very sick moment. I very much like that. Yeah. Um, and Visa
0: 3's just super angry. The human's like, well, theoretically, it's, you know, it's drawn towards the morphing energy, and this one stopped morphing, so it's not as exciting mm-hmm. anymore. And Viscer3 is like, all right, launch the bug fighters, keep a visual locked on the Velik. A taxon's like, I don't think we can do that. And he kills the Taxon. Just like, Does <laughs> anyone else think
3: they can't keep track of the Velik?
0: <laughs> Clean this and no up, launch did. the bug fighters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and then, this was and all and said and very act, calmly.
3: Just that Axe just like, I guess it's not going too well for you, Viscer. <laughs> <It's just like, laughs> yes! Yep. Yes,
0: yeah, good. Um, um, there's three stalks off to sulk um mm-hmm. that his pet isn't doing what he wants um and he he basically says i would like for them to be alive so that i can use them how i want but i'll make do with their lifeless bodies like okay mm-hmm. um and we're back to marco who
3: marco still can't drive fun ride Bouncing off trees, starting to morph while driving, and just like yep. I chose uh he didn't want to give up the truck. After all, I was supposed to get it back out to Cassie's farm when we were done with it. It's just like okay, that's your reason. Um <laughs> So he chooses the one morph he has that can drive and yep. starts um morphing into his gorilla morph. Yep. Uh
0: and that's that's it. That's all that happens in this chapter. He's like, Oh, I am gonna morph gorilla. This chapter is one page long in this PDF. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like
3: how it's written, but it's just like. "Yeah, mm. Come on, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, It talks about like how he's scared. Yes. As well. um, And how how he knows that he's being bait right now. Yeah.
1: Um, Um, But he just
3: keeps going. Yep. And we're back to Rachel. Uh, Cassie giving the condensed, the cliff notes on um, what happened to them and the the people uh, in their group. Uh, Rachel's dealing with more memories, yeah. Um, like being in the yerk pool, um, mentions yeah. about a hawk, and uh, Cassie's just like, "Yep, that's Tobias." And just like, "I see you shipping, Cassie." <laughs> she's just like, "Yes, she remembers Tobias." <laughs> <So weird. laughs> um, and like, "Yes, Yorks are awful, but we're we're gonna do anything. we we're, we're fighting them." And Cassie's just like, "Look, you don't have to remember everything at once, but we need your help because this is a big fight." Yeah. um they're explaining about their strategy yeah
0: she's explaining the strategy and how they're morphing every five minutes or so hoping to wear it out and rachel's like how do you know it wears out And
3: we Cassie's like we don't and i like how rachel's <laughs> like this isn't much of a plan are you animorphs always this hopeless um animorphs always this hopeless and then we have this great moment um mm-hmm. just like where Rachel's just like a hopeless fight isn't that the best kind and Cassie laughs like, She's like you may have lost your memory but you're still Rachel it's about time um it's just very good and we have this moment where Cassie um well uh first she's going to jump off Rachel and mm-hmm. morph and Rachel's just like no stay on me It'll come it will come you couldn't off. lift me yeah and like Cassie just like pats the back of her head and just like my girl Rachel mm-hmm. here goes nothing and she morphs a squirrel and it's very mm-hmm. good and i love how I just thought of Wicked smaller animals, just like. <laughs> huh. Interesting strategy, I guess. <laughs> uh, we cut back to Marco.
0: This chapter is even shorter than the one before it. Um, if he's driving really fast. Getting uh, shot out with dragon beams. Getting shot out with dragon beams. The the monsters right behind him, uh, and then there is a. Uh, gorilla, and <laughs> he's a gorilla. Um, he hears the elephant.
3: Or he hears, hears an the elephant trumpeting sound.
0: Yeah, hits the elephant because um, mm-hmm. he he basically runs sixty miles an hour, seventy miles an hour straight into Rachel um, as she crosses his path. Um, gets flipped. He gets thrown out. Yep. Uh, but he's not dead because it takes more than that to kill the gorilla. Rachel mm-hmm. is clearly in pain because he can hear her. Um, but the the Dust Beast is kind of hovering over the three of them, Marco, Rachel, and Cassie. Um,
3: and, and this moment here, like, it didn't want me. It was after something else. I could feel consciousness dimming. I had to morph. Let it take me if it had to. Let it take me.
2: Yeah.
3: Um
0: Cassie's still the morphing.
3: Squirrel girl.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. We get the same crash from the opposite side. The squirrel's freaking the fuck out. Understandable. Um, understandably um and uh Rachel gets hit. Cassie goes flying um and uh, again, we have this three uh this three-way standoff with the with the beast. And Cassie realizes um that this this is just like the dream that she had, where she has a choice she can make. If she keeps morphing, uh, it would take her. But if she stops morphing and doesn't do anything, uh, then it won't take her. Um, and we learn uh, later that she chooses to do nothing. Um, and the beast takes Marco um, because he has to morph back to heal himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to Axe, um, who is kind of despairing a little bit because this is a clusterfuck, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, Axe sees that the Velik hovers over the scene, then grabs something and moves away. Visser three is very excited because he's captured a second one, um, and, uh, Visser III is basically like, all right, I'm gonna go over to my quarters or whatever uh tell the bug fighters to land and hold the elephant where it is um and in the meantime uh tell me when the velik arrives
3: um, Axe gets like the door effect the window gets effectively closed that uh, this yeah. is really, like what doesn't want ax to see anymore uh, ax gets bitten by one of the fleas that are on him and has the moment of ah or Jake could morph a flea, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: and so he acquires the flea and morphs it. Um, we we do get the sense that he is uncomfortable with it, even though, what was it, last book or the book before, he was like, does the morphing process gross you out? Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't seem really grossed out, but he's just like, oh, this is not pleasant.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but he morphs the flea, Um, and then, uh, we hear Visser Three come back. Uh, the Velik is here, so open the- open the thing to let it onto the bridge. Um, and then they brighten Axe's cage, uh, but Axe isn't there because he's morphed to flee. And Visser Three goes batshit. He's like, where Mm -hmm. the fuck is it? And then some idiot opens the cage- (laughs) and Visser Visser 3's like no don't do that but it's too late Axe jumps out (laughs) Uh he jumps out onto whatever opened the cage Visser 3 kills whatever opened the cage because it was dumb Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, it's too late Uh, Axe Uh is out um, and we cut to Marco
3: who has been just dropped unceremoniously in the uh, blade ship He's like, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't this. Um, <laughs> a triangular version of the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. There's taxons, there's Hawk with weapons drawn. He sees an empty box and in front of it, a dead Hulk <laughs> And Visser Three with blood on his tail. Yep. And, uh, and me, a gorilla in the middle of all of this. It would have been funny if it had happened to somebody else. Um, Visser Three demands that Marco morph out.
0: Uh, he I'm doesn't. Like no. <laughs> uh, he also demands that Marco speak, and he doesn't. Um, Visser 3 uh, is like, find the Andalite, he didn't disappear, he's just morphed something very small. Um, Axe communicates to Marco that, yes, he's alive, and in fact he is on Visser 3. Um, <laughs> a smart boy. A smart boy. And uh, while they're having this conversation, Visser 3 continues to insist that marco demorph marco doesn't listen he
3: Meanwhile. insists mm-hmm. go for it as axe is like telling marco explain right i just need you to touch that panel over there it yep. basically works like thought speak and just open the roof yep um open hatch just think open hatch
0: yeah, uh, what like are you a, going to do
3: going to describe it a little bit yeah. axe i don't need a science lecture viscer three is looking at me like i'm his beef jerky <laughs> <laughs> um and then axe laughs yeah uh which and uh well uh marco observes like it surprises him that because a- Axe so rarely does it and it looks it's written like a giggle it is the full hit he- yeah. he- <laughs> and it's just very cute
0: yeah the velic goes after morph energy so i'm going to give it some morph energy to go after uh viscer three is starting his uh The wheels are turning in his head like, why isn't this person demorphing? Why aren't they talking? The other Andalite talked, why aren't you? Uh, But before he can come to any kind of conclusions, the dust monster uh, activates again. Mm -hmm. um, And uh, Visser 3 notices that, uh, one, not only has the dust thing activated, but also, something's growing on his back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. The Hork-Bajiral leapt forward, trying instinctively to rescue the vis- Visser from the dust creature. Big mistake.
3: Yep. Marco takes his opportunity to uh, uh, be in the clear. Uh, yeah, he also punches attacks on. It's very good. Yep. yep. Um, Visser 3 starts yelling for water. Yep. Um, Marco's just like, he's thirsty. And uh, yeah. opens the hatch. And then she's like, that's it. Uh, he thinks that that's Axe's plan to open uh, we're in space and then he realises that uh, we're just in the that they're in the atmosphere Mm -hmm. Vista 3 says get that monkey of which Marco takes great umbrage to Uh, and he turns and he's
0: faced by 6 hork and he's like Axe I hope you had uh, an end to this plan because the hatch is open and now what (laughs) Um, we cut back to Axe and he reverses morph back to flea. He jumps onto Marco. Um, and then well actually, first he jumps off of Visser 3 into the swirling cloud of dust, realizes that It's uh, lots of
3: small things.
0: It's la- lots of small, like tiny little almost insect-like things. Um it was a creature my own size, with a hundred minuscule wings that beat the air. It had antennae, but different than any seen on Earth. These antennae were covered in tiny, upturned bowls, like the dishes of primitive human radio telescopes. Um, there were no eyes and no mouth, but two long filaments, like strands of wire, swept back in, from the front of the creature. The Velik was not one creature, it was billions. It was a swarm of billions of these tiny creatures. They had evolved into a swarm that could come together and become a destructive entity of gnashing teeth and slicing blades but in reality, they were separate insect-like creatures that fed on energy, which is just a cool-as-fuck concept. Really um, is. Clearly, uh, K.A. read, what is it, Prey by Michael Crichton, mm-hmm. um, which has a similar mm-hmm. deal. Um, and then there are these silvery globules start flying. The size flying, of houses. The size of houses. Axe realizes it's water. Um, the The water is kind of encapsulating the tiny creatures that make up the Velik um, and making them ineffective. Uh, Axe is able to uh,
3: get out of the water and jumps towards Marco. who He gets to stamp his feet in order to chase down the right vibration, which is real smart.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Axe uses or Axe jumps onto Marco. Marco uses the hork to climb out of the hatch of the blade ship. Um, the good news is we're out of the ship. I used a couple Hork-Bajirs as a ladder and climbed over them. That's the good news. You seem to be implying that there might be some bad news too, I said. Oh yeah, Marco said. The best, <laughs> bad news is we're about two miles up in the air and we're plummeting to earth.
3: <laughs> uh, as I said, first half of the book a little bit, uh, when you get to the actual action section of the book, just like okay, what's happening now? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's uh-huh. how, Okay yeah um yep. we cut to uh rachel and the older percussive maintenance strategy seems to be <laughs> proved true because being hit by a truck is enough to uh
2: restore Jog her
3: memory uh-huh sure uh-huh whatever i guess yeah uh but yeah uh-huh. rachel remembers things again yep um, um. Cassie is having a crisis uh, because the creature took Marco and she didn't do anything. Yep. And then she turns her focus back to Rachel. Uh, bug fighters are overhead. Um. And again, like, Rachel's just like, I can't stand up. The leg's broken. I'm morphed back to human. And there's like, the leg's gone. Rachel, I should have morphed while the dust beast was here. I could have drawn it away from Marco. And Rachel's, like, reassuring her. Yeah. Um, like, it's what happened. It's in the past. We have the present to worry about. Mm-hmm. And I do appreciate, Cassie. I don't remember. Can we morph again so quickly? Um, I appreciate just like Cassie. We need to move moves, and I don't remember everything we had available. So yeah, they opt to uh go to Almorph mm-hmm. and uh take off.
0: Yep, they swoop. They they end up kind of flying towards the bug fighters. They can't. Or actually, some hork um, because uh, they they can't maneuver away. Um, mm-hmm. But luckily, uh, before they get hit or collide with the hork-bajir, Jake uh, comes through and attacks them as in his tiger morph, um, and they kind of they beat it. They they get mm-hmm. out
3: of there. Of course, the line that we end the chapter is, "What about Marco?" Jake asked. "Have you seen Marco? Who is currently screaming?" as he plummets to terra firma yeah
0: i don't think in the entire history of planet earth that any gorilla has ever plummeted through the night from the height of two miles so it was a first for quote-unquote both of us
3: i love that he's screaming and acts just like marco why are you screaming it hurts my head we're gonna die you alien lunatic no we won't no we won't die die. don't be (laughs) foolish maybe you won't you're a
0: flea marco morph into a bird oh duh is there oh. time? I don't know. Maybe we should <laughs> <No>. hurry.
3: <laughs> In his annoyingly calm Andalite way. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So they morph, and then they a human and Andalite falling, and he talks about how the close, how close the ground is, and how that they can make out details of houses and yep. individual car headlights and the mall parking yep. lot. Yep. Um, and now
0: that Axe can see, he starts screaming too. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: um but and they're morphing back and like panicking mark is like willing his wings to grow in yeah but just at the last moment they're able to catch themselves on their wings and mm-hmm. fly off just like that was exciting axe said yes it was let's never ever do that again <laughs> ever <laughs> axe agreed <laughs> just like <laughs> lordy that's a that's a lot <laughs> yep yep uh, then, uh, uh, we cut to jake it's a bad night for everybody jake is grounded to all hell yep um, uh rachel just... spends the night with cassie
0: because they don't want to have to worry about explaining what why happened? she's not at the gymnastic camp um jake <laughs> crawls into bed so tired he falls asleep in his clothes um and then he, the next thing he knows, he's, waking,
3: he's woken up by Marco in his room. Going booga booga from outside the window. <laughs> just like laughing his ass off at waking yeah. Jacob. He's just like, how did you get here? You're alive? No, I am the ghost of Marco. Fear me. <laughs> and it's like 10 in the morning. Yeah. Um, and
0: Jake's like, Cassie said the villain carried you away. And Marco's like, yes, it did. And now we're going steady. <laughs> <laughs> Look, get with it. Wake up, fearless leader. We're all alive and waiting for you to come and lead the counterattack. Um, and uh, Marco says, "Tom is out. I talked to your dad and he said that if you clean the garage, he'll he'll let you go out real quick." <laughs> um, and Jake's like, "Okay, fine. He's been trying. <laughs> My mom has been after him for a month to clean the garage." Um, and they share a moment. They're glad they're not dead and then they meet up. They agree to meet up later. And we go to Cassie, and Tobias is so angry. I can't believe you you guys were were doing all this while I was sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Playing tag with some dust monster from Saturn. Rachel having amnesia till Marco plowed into her with a truck, escaping from Visser 3's bladeship, and I'm sleeping the entire time? No way, I missed all the fun.
3: (laughs) I know, um, it's just like oh yeah we had like jake's just like you're the only one who can't morph so the Valique isn't interesting he's being matter of fact wait right? and marco's just like it's the morphing that this valley goes after it or they i should say eat energy it's not interested in your deep fried hawk legs at which point i was like come stand over here marco stand onto my branch <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: cassie is everyone is kind of in a in a giggly mood um because this is fucking ridiculous. Cassie is not in a good mood. Um, she just can't sleep because of her memory of not doing anything to save Marco. Um everybody shares their information um uh while Cassie berates herself for being a coward. Um and Cassie says that she has a plan. Um but her condition for telling everyone the plan is that she has to be the one who does it. Um, and Jake's like, this is really dangerous. Why should you do it? And instead of going with the, you know, reasonable reason of like, because I'm the fastest morpher and, you know, I am the reasonable one to, to do this because none of you could. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, uh, actually I'm doing it because I let the velly take Marco. I could have morphed. I could have drawn it to me. Um, and Marco's like, it's no big deal. Here I am. I'm fine and cute as ever. And and Cassie's like, I was a coward. Rachel rolls her eyes. Good grief. Cassie, you have been in every fight we've been in. You are the farthest thing in the world from a coward. Um and it's just like I feel I feel like the other Animorphs in this where we're just like, Okay, really?
3: We're doing this again.
0: We're doing this because you're a coward, you know what? Fine. It makes sense for you to do it anyway. Um,
3: but this is really dumb yeah we're not letting we de- letting you do this, because we think we agree with you that you think you're a coward because you're not yep,
0: everybody's worried about her because uh although they are hiding from the reader what the plan is, uh she has told them what it is, and they think it's really dangerous um we cut to Tobias, who's just like I can't. I could not believe that Cassie felt like the weak link in our group. I mean, I was the one who had slept through half of what happened. It was embarrassing and frustrating. <laughs> At least I had a role to play. And basically his role is um he's flying out, he he finds a whale, and then uh we cut to Cassie and she um and the others swim out and morph dolphin. Uh the Velik comes but is not like it doesn't do anything because it doesn't the like the
3: water. It's real good because we have this thing about Cassie like changing back but -hmm. keeping under the water as much as possible. Yeah, and the the thing's only like
0: three feet above their heads. Mm -hmm. Um, That's some
3: good horror shit right there. It is some good horror shit.
0: Um, But they swim out and find the whale. Uh, Cassie morphs to human. Jake and Rachel help her keep up with the whale. Um, The whale is psychic. Because whales are psychic in this universe,
3: mm-hmm. um, <laughs> not even gonna question it anymore
0: yep, uh, and uh she acquires the whale
3: um we have the, she she has her usual i'm not asking feeling weird about not asking permission for it
0: right, but i I couldn't ask permission because the weird conversation like the weird uh communication that the whales use doesn't really work with that <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but she does ask it not to dive. <laughs> Yeah. which is nice
3: yeah um but morph acquired we have this moment cassie has the worst job here um she has to morph into a cockroach morph underwater yep um and then is riding um tobias is back yeah and the two of them have this conversation yeah the others so, are keeping the valique distracted down up under the water doing partial morphs mm-hmm and the two of them, like, and Cassie asks how he's doing. And he's just like, no problem. And it's a lie because it's really hard for him to fly like this. Just like, uh, he's, he already said flying over the sea is difficult because there's no thermals. Yeah, so And now he's having to it. gain
0: as much altitude as possible.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Cassie needs needs every foot of altitude he can give her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're making progress, but it is, uh, it's just rough. Mm-hmm. Um Cassie asks if he thinks it will work. And he's like, if I get you enough altitude, it will. And then she asks, are you ever afraid? Who, me? I'm afraid of everything. I know I'm a predator and all, but do you know how many predators I have after me? Every golden eagle, every falcon. You know how fast they are? It's like getting hit by a bullet. They make me look like the Goodyear blimp. Then there are the raccoons and the foxes and the snakes and even the occasional nervy house cat. And that's just the natural environment. Add to that the yurks and the fact that I wake up sometimes and don't remember exactly what I am, boy or bird. Yeah, Cassie. I'm afraid a lot of the time. How do you handle it? Who says I handle it? There's only one way to deal with fear. Be afraid. Be afraid and then go ahead and do what you have to do anyway. (sighs) And I love it.
3: Yeah, it's, I mean, a lot of people have said, like, uh, courage is not the absence of fear. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think Mandela said a a version of it. Roosevelt said a thing on it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think one of the Pixar's or the Disney movies did too. It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, courage isn't about not being scared. It's about being scared and doing the things you've got to do anyway because you know it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really like this in juxtaposition to Mm -hmm. what
0: Jake was talking about at the beginning, where Jake is like, I try to totally ignore my fear because if I dwell on it, then I won't be able to do what I do. And mm-hmm. here's Tobias just being like, I no, you gotta, it. yeah, you gotta embrace it and just accept it and mm-hmm. then just do what you're gonna do because,
2: yeah,
0: you know, you're, you're gonna be afraid regardless. Um, yeah. But also just like this short little monologue of how dangerous it is for Tobias.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then
3: Cassie's like, listen, if I don't make it, and he's like shut up you're gonna make it yeah but if i don't um and that it and asks the um him to tell jake to tell her parents when it's someday if it's safe mm-hmm. and then just like just don't tell my dad what happened to his truck <laughs> and i love this moment where like cassie this is it kid i can't go any higher just like tobias <laughs> tobias Baby <laughs> I love you because that's the sort of shit I would say. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, and she jumps and- off Tobias' back.
0: Yep, she jumps off his back. Uh we get the the narration. A girl who thought she was a coward. It's amazing how people could just not know themselves at all. Mm-hmm. Um And so the Velik turns to see her um, because as she falls she begins to morph human. Um and she demorphs into human and then immediately concentrates on turning into the whale, um, but she is so exhausted, um, and this is super scary um, because Tobias doesn't ha- couldn't get her quite as much altitude as say Marco and Axe just had, mm-hmm. um,
3: falling from two miles up. Yeah, um, and it's when they're describing the plan in the last chapter. Is this sort of like, oh, is it six changes? Yeah, because it's. it's
0: yeah, it's Cassie to Dolphin to mm-hmm. Cassie to, to cockroach. cockroach to Human to uh, Whale. whale. <laughs> in in the span of, like,
3: what, maybe yeah. 10 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that's what you feel like. It's like that's where the struggle is coming in. Mm-hmm. And because she talks about how tight it is, it was so easy to just fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but the valik catches up with her, fires these ropes of dust. They wrap around her. Her hands have become flippers uh, around her legs as they're melding together, and she's just like, ignore it, morph. And mm-hmm. she feels the momentum slowing, but the two of them are still dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, and she sees the ocean rushing up towards them and see her friends. Yeah, but and we have um, this moment where she doesn't think she can do it. She feels beaten. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, at the mo- uh, and then at that moment, I felt the edge of the whale's brain brushing against mine. Its instincts, its DNA memories, help me. I pleaded. In a dream of falling and falling, I reached out to a dark, vast being that I could not define. I reached out for the whale's strength. Morph. Finish the morph. Finish it, and then you can rest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we cut to Rachel watching Cassie fall. Uh, everyone is kind of just like. They can do nothing but watch. Um, they, Cassie, or Rachel mentions, none of us had ever done so many morphs in such a short time. It was mind-boggling. It was impossible. Mm-hmm. And yet, as the Velik wrapped around her, she was already sprouting, sprouting the flukes of a humpback whale. Now is... all we could
3: see was the mm-hmm. Velik. It's just this moment before just before that where Rachel's like, should we try to keep the Velik interested any longer? And Jake's just like, no, it's up to Cassie now. Mm-hmm. sometime someday jake will be a general or a president he has that ability to make hard decisions even about people he cares for So, mm-hmm. like i don't i don't like this <laughs> <laughs> i'm in danger gif <laughs> <laughs> By i'm in danger oh. i mean my emotions mm-hmm. but yes so yep. but the leak is rushing down it's slowing and uh They notice that the dust storm slows and then Marco's like, is it falling faster? Am I crazy or is it falling faster? To which Rachel's like, Mm -hmm. yes, and yes. Yep. Uh, But it worked. Um, The The Velik Velik wrapped around. A fucking
0: humpback whale. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, And it's falling towards the ocean. It can't break free in time. uh, And Cassie and the Velik uh, go into the water. The tornado hit the water. All the billions of particles slammed into the ocean waves. In a split second, it was gone, washed away. And exploding away from the doomed Velik, emerging from the wasted tornado, was a huge, sleek creature that depth charged, depth charged 50 feet straight down. Um, Rachel calls out after Cassie. And after a moment, uh, she, uh, Cassie uh, kicks with her tail and is crowing in excitement take that you big bag of wind hey viscer three i washed your dog for you (laughs) um she shoots out of the water does a huge jump um Mm -hmm. everyone is really excited that they actually won they flat out kicked butt um Mm -hmm. and tobias is like you must be so exhausted and cassie's like not anymore i feel great i thought we were beat and guess what we aren't not yet not by a long shot Uh, Then, to my total amazement, she began to sing the deep, strange, haunting song of the humpback. The sound waves thrilled me. I don't quite know why. What are you singing? Jake asked her. What are the words? It isn't words exactly, Cassie said. But if it were, it would be just one.
2: Hope. And that's the end of the book. Bit of an abrupt
3: ending.
0: Yes. Especially considering usually we, we have the... And then I grabbed my skateboard and kick-flipped into the sun. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it just ends there. <laughs> In the notes, I have the evil is defeated. Dot gif.
3: <laughs> it's very good.
0: Yeah. Um, but but that's it. That's Megamorph's one. Uh, the Andalite's
2: gif. It ain't great. It's not great.
3: But it has it has
0: some moments, absolutely.
3: Like I didn't finish it and go, "Well, fuck, I'm really not looking forward to recording this episode." Yeah, no, like I found bits of it tedious, and I found the writing lackluster in places and lazy yeah. in places. But like the beats, like Visa Three programming this entity to go after mm-hmm. the kids, great. The way mm-hmm. they handle it, great. Like the mm-hmm. little arcs of like. Acts conflicted mm-hmm. about not taking his shot when he has it.
2: Mm-hmm. I
3: don't like Cassie referring to herself as a coward, but it does call back to her book about when given time to make a choice, she's mm-hmm. paralyzed by it, and how she yeah. doesn't want to be. Will re- she doesn't want a, the matter of life or death to be on her? Yeah, yeah. She can't handle. She can't handle. She can't the handle that it.
2: responsibility.
3: Yeah. Um. And yeah, there are and like that climax is great. And like, I appreciate it's a it's almost a shame that we have. I'm like, you get the idea, they got the idea more of it. Wow, I'm gonna try to say that again. We're actually enunciating words. <laughs> we have the moment of Axe and Marco falling, and you mm-hmm. assume that's what gives Cassie the idea. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, it's a shame that they just have the exact same idea. Just like it's mm-hmm. not one is out of necessity but it's like I watched a video essay the other day about Sense8, which I'm a big fan of, but spoilers for Sense8. Skip ahead 30-odd seconds if you haven't watched it. In season one, we see Wolfgang blow up his problems with a rocket launcher, and it's very Mm -hmm. good. And in the season finale, they blow up their problems with a rocket launcher. (laughs) And let me be clear, Max uh, Reilert as Wolfgang Firing a rocket launcher to blab a helicopter is a very good way to end a TV show. I don't object to it, <laughs> but it's like we, will you? I know it's effective, but we did already see you do this.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, I do wonder if Cassie's a fan of uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm, probably. Bowl of Petunia. She, uh, she probably hasn't cover. read it yet. But when she does, when she reads that bit about the Humpback Whale well, well, she's either going to cackle or she's going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The version
0: of this book that lives in my head is good.
2: Mhm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> fair. Absolutely fair. Um but yeah, do we have any comments from the server? Uh mostly kind of the same stuff that we've talked about um mm-hmm. Jen and uh Joel, I believe. Yeah, Jen and Joel both read it and uh talked about what they saw in it. Um and
2: let's see. Um,
1: Jen shares
0: our hatred of the amnesia subplot. Yes. Yeah. Um instant battle mode Jake at the pool party is mm-hmm. really sadness inducing. Hey, trauma. Mm-hmm.
3: Um I do appreciate the uh <laughs> oh my god, this is the trash can one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just very good. Do you just hate trash
0: cans?
3: It's it's so iconic. It's just like this visual of short king Marco driving a pickup truck with like Cassie in the middle and Jake the other side. Jake just yelling at him, Do you hate trash cans? Marco with this manic grin on his face driving through suburbia, smashing into trash cans. It's so
0: good. Yep. Yeah, if honestly. If you ask someone who read Animorphs as a kid, and maybe probably hasn't revisited them a whole lot, Mm -hmm. um, but really enjoyed them and so has a memory of them, the Mm -hmm. things they'll remember are ants, do you just hate trash cans, (laughs) (laughs) and the ending, probably. (laughs) Uh,
3: it's, It's just so good. It sticks with you. Mm-hmm. um job um, makes this point about again said about we get to see like little insights of spectrum characters how axe and cassie uh specifically mm-hmm. and i like that he, he highlights her bucking against her role and specifically jake's treatment of her yeah um for we talked a little bit about rachel and how while we disagree with the plot this amnesia subplot mm-hmm. Getting to see her instinctive behaviors, even removed Mm -hmm. from context, yeah, is real interesting. Even if she doesn't have like a quote arc in this, Marco definitely doesn't. I don't think, but I just I am happy. I'm just happy that Marco was here. Yeah, he's he's just his uh, jokester asshole personality Mm. the whole way through. But he did get to drive a truck and crash into something, and then drive a truck as a gorilla. So quite <laughs> frankly I feel like he's winning at life in this book. So Yeah. Yeah, um.
0: Axe's scenes um are similar to what we see in book 8 and mm-hmm. I think book 8 does it better. Yeah. Um but they're good
3: here too. Yeah. I know what I like. I just think Jake feels very shouty in this yeah. book. And I'm just like I just realized it's always at Mark I thought. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like that's very good. And then, oh, I just made myself sad. Jake can be, is allowed to be mad at Marco because mm-hmm. Marco's his friend. Mm-hmm. And it's safe to get angry at Marco mm-hmm. because Marco will forgive him. Yeah. And because that's arguably lower stakes. And that just makes me real sad. Because mm-hmm. it's like it is getting to lapse in that control a little bit. But also, then you have the flip side. And this is what we've talked about a little bit before marco provoking jake to mm-hmm. give him an outlet yeah to be like the fucking release the pressure valve it's like i'll let him shower me a bit i'll poke him till he's pissed off and then okay. you know he won't fucking blow up Than when something really bad happens mm-hmm. yeah and again it comes back to it and you see it throughout this from everyone's perspective the way these kids look after each other acts mm-hmm. like I I want to help Rachel. I can't, so I can. I'll do this.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Marco being like, I will make sure it takes me. As he's mm-hmm. tri- like, I'm gonna morph back. Okay. Jake being ready to fight in a second.
2: Yep.
0: And they are children. uh <laughs> And uh the version of this book that lives in my head that actually <laughs> deals with this well. Um, I like the idea of Jake sending Cassie to check these other places Mm -hmm. because he can recognize in Cassie this paralysis, Mm -hmm. um, and knowing, like, I can't put her in that situation because she won't be able to make a decision or the decision that she needs to make or the decision that we all would make, um... Oh, and a, being yeah. unable to make a decision is in some ways making a decision.
3: Yeah. Here's a fun thing to consider and be mad about. Hmm. What if Jake knew exactly that Cassie was gonna be mad, but he would rather she be mad at him than mad at herself?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh certainly, yeah. Um. Yeah, because then she can continue to
2: have the image of herself uh Without, with without uh,
0: that insecurity, mm-hmm. because as soon as she has that insecurity, what does she fucking do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> because she has to quote unquote prove herself, mm-hmm. um, and
2: yeah, it's it's sad that Jake has her pegged so well. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: And, you know, is making decisions to protect her, but also to protect her as a
2: soldier from herself. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horrifying. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am glad that she gets to have the
0: crowning moment of badass. Oh, yeah. It's Uh great. Yeah.
2: That's I wish it right. weren't
0: kind of bogged down as it is, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: other than that, it's good. And I like her conversation with Tobias mm-hmm. um, because, you know, she is one of the few of them that expresses her fear. I mm-hmm. mean, Marco does, but he also kind of does like he does it in the over the top way. Yeah. Um, whereas Cassie does it in a more sincere way. Yeah. Not that Marco isn't being sincere, but because the way that Cassie expresses it. He presents it in a it, way
3: because that's how he deals with it.
0: Exactly. Um, so I, I like that she and Tobias got to have that moment.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I like the hint of Tobias being frustrated that he can't do more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of realizing that he when when he got stuck he not only kind
2: of fucked himself over but also um is
0: has hampered his own ability to help yeah um, so i i like the hint of it that's here um mm. we do get more of it later and it gets a little old yeah um, especially with some of the events that happen later um but i i do like the hint of it here mm. um that very realistic, like, man, I missed everything. Yeah. <laughs> Big FOMO. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but yeah. All right. Um, what's your favorite part? Um,
0: it, hard, hard to choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love, I love the Marco driving moment just because it's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, I like the Cassie morphing moment at the end because it
2: is cool. Um, those are my two favorite parts. Mm-hmm.
3: What about yours? Again, Marco driving because it's fantastic. <laughs> um, that bit with Cassie at the end is glorious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also really like uh, Axe and Marco get off the blade ship. Mm, yeah. I like seeing Axe's tactical brain in action Mm -hmm. because that's the first time we're in with his perspective in a fight scene
0: and he has to make his own
3: decisions he's not Mm -hmm. following his prince yeah and it's it's cool to see and i like the way he and marco play off each other yeah they work well together
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh runner-up for favorite part i think is the moment when rachel as the elephant turns to face the Uh village
2: that's very good because
0: it's 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 a very small blink and you'll miss it character moment that's very good
3: yeah
0: uh did anything surprise you
3: as this is the first one that i've read that i was just sort of like oh this writing just isn't very good in places yeah. and that i think that like story-wise nothing surprised me just like it felt like such a sharp dip in quality
2: mm-hmm. yeah same
0: Man. Which isn't to say that you know the the regular books are the pinnacle of literature, but like no. there's a definite De- decrease in quality here. Yeah. Um, which is which is a shame. Like I said, the version of this book that lives in my head is great. <laughs> <laughs> isn't hampered by things like words. <laughs> <Incredible>. <laughs> Uh, was there anything that didn't make sense? Uh, we I mean, talked, besides we, the we, we, plot we that weirdness? one
3: plot sort of, I wouldn't even mean, call it a plot hole, just like maybe dropped the plot ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I really liked the creativity of the Valique. Yeah. I think that's it's really an awesome monster. I like when they get, like when they really seem to embrace the sci-fi.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Beyond yeah. just their base premise, I mean, where we get to see like, this universe really isn't our universe
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah it's weird as fuck
2: yeah yeah. good shit good shit alright any other thoughts not today okay
0: this recording came out shorter than all of our other ones so far even though <laughs> you know, the book is twice as long
3: <laughs> what does that tell you about the plot of this one we booked out an extra hour for our recording. We, did. <laughs> we were like, hmm, this is a lot. Daniel was like, it's a bit longer. Should we do an extra Yeah, four hours is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four hours sounds good. Yeah. And we have finished this recording in two hours, or this discussion in two hours, 40 minutes. And that was with a five-minute yeah. break. Yeah. <laughs> i think to be fair part of it is because you don't get as carrot because obviously with the flickering between the perspectives yes. you don't get as yeah. in deep with them so mm-hmm. there's much more like surface reflections and not getting deep in yeah. the weeds as we all want to do and
0: uh honestly half half of the ha- half of the book is just repeating itself <laughs> yeah um so you know it is what it is <laughs> Uh, next time we will be back with number eight, the alien and a special guest. Uh, Izzy is joining us once again. Mm -hmm. So get excited.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: thank you everyone for listening to this show of ours. Uh, my co-host has been Jade. You can find them on the internet at Jade Oxford Rose. You can find their normal podcast home uh, at FTL Cast. Follow the Leader is an actual play podcast that is a series of GMless games that are themselves a series of AU's with some of the most awesome characters I have the pleasure of growing to know. Um, oh, and heck. it's you should you should go listen to it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh my co-host has been Danielle. You can find them on the internet at redtailedhawk90 and the games they've written at redtailed.com no, redtailedhawk90.itch.io <laughs> and their full-time regular podcast you can find at room pod uh, The Room Where It Happened is also an actual play podcast. They're currently doing their season about the bleed. If you have emotions about robots about mechs, mm-hmm. about found families, and you thought Firefly was okay, but you really could have done with more queer people,
1: <laughs> go check out the bleed. Um, That's
3: good. Also, you should, uh, if you're into Animorphs and think, how can I make this both less and more soul-destroying? Uh, come listen to RAU, <laughs> Dumb Kids Playing Hero, at DKPH Pod. Less ter- sad in the we're 20-year-olds. We're like in our early 20s rather than 13-year-olds. More ter- upsetting because... We're a little bit older, ego. We're not afraid to make things really upsetting <laughs> and horrible for each other. Yeah, it's, it's
0: great. great. Come, come along, it's good times. <laughs> we just finished our first season, uh, and we're going to be taking a quick break on that. Mm-hmm. So now's the perfect time if you haven't listened to it to
3: get caught up. Absolutely. Oh, and you can follow our <laughs> podcasting guild, the, all of those podcasts we just mentioned, as well as a handful of others. Uh, Stones underscore standing on Twitter. Um, Mm -hmm. you can be kept up to date with our various live streams that we'd like to try to do for charity and we are Standing Stones Prod on Twitch you can check out the VOD yeah I think that's everything that is everything
0: all right all right let's clap Uh, go at 20 20